Hello, tonight on Ghana Connect, the clash between religion and politics over the anti-gay bill. If you are an MP, a political party, and you see that you, you are in support of LGBTQ+, in fact, some of us, as ministers, as pastors, we, 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 we make sure we campaign against you because what you believe in is completely opposite what we believe as far as the, 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 the ideals and values of Bible is concerned. So we will, we will campaign against that uh, individual or political party. But we are going to cause our people to come on the street and we are going to warn any government that if you vote against this bill, we will vote you out. And that, that is it. We will catalog them and come again about the people who do not seek their welfare and who we will go for them, even right in their constituents. So with churches threatening not only to campaign but vote against MPs and political parties who fail to give their unconditional backing to the anti-gay bill, the lines between religion and politics is being blurred. But is it for a justifiable cause? Ghanaians women abroad are connecting tonight to explore. Connect after the break. When you can be anything, who will you become? When you can go anywhere and never feel alone, how far will you go? When you have the means to make your dreams real, when will you start? When your voice can reach every ear, who will you inspire? When your money can travel faster and further than you ever could, where will you send it? When you can tell a story in every language, which ones will you tell? When nothing can stop you, and everyone's behind you, and And the the whole world world awaits awaits you. Don't go alone. Go with us. Everywhere Everywhere you go. go. We are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. 
Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 762792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. It's important to create a productive and supportive working environment by investing in your employees' health. With a leading international track record, Apex Health Insurance is regulated and licensed by the National Health Insurance Authority to provide medical insurance services to institutional clients, families, and individuals. Apex Student Package and International Medical Solutions are all here to cushion you. Visit Apex Health Insurance Office at Zion House, Boundary Road, Shiashi or call 0501-683-914 or 0232-000-015. In Kumasi, we are located opposite Prempe College, Sofoline, and in Takradi, Apex Health, your preferred health insurer. Alliance Insurance since 1890. At Alliance Life Ghana. We have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.alliance-gh.com for more inquiries. Alliance Life. We secure your future. Wow, wow, wow. Hope you have heard oh, Rent to Own now in Ghana. The Flan City Extension Project Rent to Own Land and House Ownership Scheme by the Ningo Pram Pram District Assembly and its partners, supported by the Ministry of Local Government and Rural Development and the UN Habitat, are right here in Ghana. So be smart, oh, because where you trade and live really matters. Apply now and own a home or a fully serviced land. Wait a minute, oh. Don't forget to join our affiliate housing cooperatives also. Special offers last up to October 31st, 2021. Call us on 055-55-3300 or 577 and 055-70-54635. Website, newaccra.city. Plant City Extension Project. Shaping Ghana's urban future. You're live on Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Evan Tementa and this is Ghana Connect. 
Have you noticed how the lines between politics and religion have become very blurred in the last few weeks because of the anti-gay bill? The pastors, the clergy, the religious leaders say they are entering into that arena. They will be campaigning boots on the ground against members of parliament, politicians, political parties that do not provide or offer their unconditional support to that particular bill. But the question to ask tonight is, is it for a justifiable cause? This is a state of play so far. But we are going to cause our people to come on the street and we are going to warn any government that if you vote against this bill, we will vote you out. And that, that is it. We will catalog them and come again about the people who do not seek their welfare and who we will go for them, even right in their constituents. And now they are coming to the conclusion that when Parliament resumes first week, we have to pass the bill. That's the fallacy. Think the media is taking a biased position. Mm. It's, I, I, that one now not means ways. We see this ungodly act as demonic, satanic, and abominable. And we are in support of the bill. So we will, we will campaign against that uh, individual or political party. No two ways about that. should cut out emotions and sentiments, right? Because we need to be very dispassionate about this discourse. If you are an MP, a political party, and you see that you, you are in support of LGBTQ+. In fact, some of us, as ministers, as pastors, will make sure we campaign against you. The battle lines have now been uh, firmly drawn uh, in the sun. The religious groups and bodies are making it absolutely clear they were not going to sit on the fence anymore. That's what they're supposed to do when it comes to partisan politics. On this matter, forget it. They say they are entering uh, the particular arena. They'll not only be uh, campaigning, but voting against people. L- let's discuss this. This is definitely uh, one of those uh, uh, issues that, uh, as they, they may mention, you can have a neutral position on your for or against um where do you stand on this um but is this position that the religious groups are taking 
a justifiable one, for a justifiable cause. A lot of you are joining us tonight uh, to have that particular conversation uh, from across the world indeed as this, of course, as you know, has attracted a lot of international attention. Uh, Ghana is the latest uh, country on the continent to do this because it reflects our values. 0551111997 is the uh, WhatsApp line. Hit me up on uh, Twitter, hashtag Nwete. Um, at Noite, hashtag is going to connect. Uh, let's have this conversation. Uh, well, I have a few of you connecting with me tonight uh, to have this uh, conversation. Uh, Noura Muhammad is a liberal Muslim. Ayuba uh, is a poet and a conservative uh, Muslim himself. Hello, Ayuba. Um, is connecting uh, via Zoom. Uh, Elisha Owusu uh, understands the nuances between politics and religious dilemma. Uh, also connects Prince Quarty. Is a liberal Christian, um, and uh, very interesting thoughts on this. Uh, consecutive, uh, we also have Reverend Oscar uh, Siripi uh, also uh, connecting uh, with us uh, right now. He's uh, on phone. Uh, so wherever you are tonight, you want to join us because today I'm going to I'm going to take a lot of your of your messages on our social media platforms because this is a biggest conversation of our time indeed in the last uh, few weeks has have it this aspect of this fascinates me and i want to hear from you uh, on this wherever you are tonight you can get in touch 055-111-1997 at no takes my handle on uh, on twitter uh, and don't forget if you want to uh, be part of this conversation use a hashtag gonna connect on twitter and let's have this uh, conversation uh, i want to start i want to start google on to my connectors who are joining us both on phone and on and also on the, on on Zoom, um, Nura, um, are you with me? Can you hear me? Hello, Nura. Okay, do you have Ayuba? Do you have Ayuba? Please unmute yourself. What about Prince Quarte? Okay, uh, we'll try and get uh, this sorted out very quickly. But I have Reverend Oscar on the line. He's joining me on via phone. Reverend, hi, how are you doing? Yes, of course. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. So tell me, um, are you one of those ready to um, uh, pull down your cassock and your Bible, hit the campaign trail and campaign against any politician who does not back this bill unconditionally? Thank you. Good evening to your listeners. I've been a student leader throughout my educational life. So when it comes to politics, I understand it. Now, the point is, I don't think it's religion versus politics. I don't think so. But the people who took the bill to parliament are not religious leaders. Okay, it was not the religious leaders who took the anti bill to, to parliament. So it is, I don't yeah. think it is religion versus politics. What the religious people are saying is that for us, this is our stance. So, for example, it's like an, a constituency that says that because we are not getting benefit from voting, we are not going to vote again. Or because this MP is not performing, he's not doing the things that we like, we are not going to vote for that MP. So that's the stance of the religious people, that we are religious people. We are for the anti-bill. So once we are for it, when the time comes, anybody that votes against it, we will make sure that person loses that position that the person is occupying for which reason the person has the power to vote against that bill. So that's what we are saying. It is not religion versus politics. Because the people who took the bill to parliament are not religious leaders. They are politicians. We are saying that because of our stance, 
this is what we are going to do. Uh, interesting. Stay with me, Reverend. Uh, let me bring in Nura Mohammed. Nura, can you hear me now? Uh, I'll have you muted yes, yourself, hopefully. Here. You can hear me, Nura? Yes, I can. Okay, fantastic. So so tell me, yeah. um, we, we, I've played clips of the of the churches, but I've also heard, of course, a spokesperson for the uh, the the chief imam also make similar comments about the, the uncompromising as far as this is concerned. Um, first, where do you stand on it? Do, do, you, do, you, do you agree it's for a justifiable yeah. cause? That the religious groups will take this position? No. Explain. I'm actually against the enforcement of this law. Yes. So, um, for me, I'm a Muslim, yes, and um, it's against the teachings and the rulings of Islam to um, accept these um, LGBTQ plus practices and you know, just accepting them and then making it legal and all, all that, whatnot. Um, it's it's against the teachings and religions of Islam. But then the issue here is that these people, most of them, do not believe in these teachings that we we do believe in, right? So if people bring up the arguments that um, it's it's Ghana traditionally. We don't, we don't, we never had these LGBTQ um, uh, practices in the country. Um, these things are foreign to Ghana. I, I, do, I really do not understand because Christianity and Islam were also foreign at a point in time, right? And they were adopted and it's now ingrained in the Ghanaian culture. So these people, I mean, we're now in, in an increasingly... Um, inclusive society. The world is gradually changing. Uh, there's inclusivity being promoted um, all around the world. I mean, these people are people who have who have genuine sexual orientations. And in fact, at first, it wasn't, it wasn't the case where um, it was made illegal. It was just there. I don't know why the religious groups, and in fact, some politicians are bringing so much unnecessary attention to Ghana when it comes to this. I mean, we're not a very powerful country that could stand on our two feet and then say that, hey, we're not accepting this, um, these practices in our country. Um, it, it, actually... Uh, go on. Yes. Okay, so so that's that's not a very so interesting... I'm not, for the, I'm not for the bill. Okay, you're not, for, not the, for the bill. You're not for the bill. Okay, but... Yes, um, I'm but not. you, you, but you definitely, uh, you're Muslim, right? You pray. You're, I'm pretty sure you are devout. Yes, I am. Okay, great. So let me ask you yes, this: I am. If the, if your imam says on right. the on in, in, uh, at Juma uh, this Friday, for example, that let's say um, as Muslims uh, go out there, any politician who doesn't support this bill, we want you as a Muslim, as a devout Muslim, of course, who believes in the teaching right. of the Quran, etc vote against them right. at the elections would you would you comply with that uh, with that teaching of of the imam no i wouldn't because um in as much as the imam is the religious leader and um i mean of a certain area or jurisdiction in ghana um it's not he doesn't necessarily have a right to tell me who or who not to vote for when it comes to elections and pol- uh, politics and whatnot. My religious leader is my leader when it comes to my religion and nothing more. Very interesting. Um, yes. But very interesting. It shouldn't translate into 
politics. It shouldn't. Okay, so that, that there you have it. Ayuba, uh, Ayuba is a poet. Uh, he's also a Muslim. Ayuba, do you, do you agree with Nura Muhammad? What do you have Ayuba on the line? Okay. Um okay, let, let me let me bring in uh, Reverend Oscar. Reverend, you heard that, did you not? Yeah, I heard that. But yeah. I don't believe uh, the gentleman who spoke is a is a true Muslim. Now in one breath he's saying that the teachings of Islam is against whatever the L B plus. That's what he said. Right? Now, if you're a Muslim and you believe in the teachings of Islam and Muhammad, and those teachings are against whatever they are doing, and you say that you are against you are for what they are doing, but you believe in the teachings of Islam, you are not a Muslim. For example, you work at multimedia, right? There are things that you are supposed to do as someone that works in that environment. You cannot be say one breath that I want to be in this environment, but another breath I don't believe in what they are saying. It will not work. It will not work. So you cannot say that the teachings of Islam and, and, and Muhammad is against uh, LBGTP plus or Q plus, but, and you are a Muslim. And as a Muslim, you are supposed to believe what makes you a Muslim is because you believe in the teachings of Islam and, and Muhammad. So if what you believe in is against what they are doing, but you say that you, you are for it, then you are not a Muslim. So one plus A plus B is got to C. It means that A is got to C minus B. Simplicity. So you cannot say, oh, for me, I I, I believe in what they are doing. I'm, I'm against the anti-deal because the teachings of Islam, the reason why the religious people are doing what they are doing is that because the teachings of Islam and Muhammad is against LBGQ+. But me as a Muslim, who believes in the teachings of Islam and Muhammad, for me, no. You can't, you can't say that. It means that you're not a Muslim. You are not. So you're either a Muslim or you're not a Muslim. Okay, this, this is... You see, once the teachings of the Bible, the Quran, the teachings of Islam, the teachings of Christianity, is against LBGTQ+. You cannot say that I believe in the teachings of Christianity or Islam, but I'm for it. You cannot say that. You cannot say that. Um, you cannot say that. Nura. Can I ask so either it is either you don't yes. believe in the teachings of Islam and Muhammad. Which is, which teachings is that? Those teachings are against LBTQ plus whatever. Or you you are not a Muslim. Uh, Nura, fair it's, point. It's, it's simple. Yeah. Um, Reverend, hold on. Yes. Nura, fair so, point. Yes. So um, I I think many people approach this issue with a lot of sentiments and emotions, right? Like I mentioned earlier on, in what you believe, right? So that my religion says this, so um, they don't have a right to um, to their sexual orientation. I mean, they to them, it's bullcrap, excuse my language, because they don't believe in what you believe in. They don't believe in what your book says. So to them, none of your books or your teachings or your rulings apply to them. And they are human beings and they have a right to live, a right to associate, a right to, I mean, whether it be that they are Muslim, Christian, atheist, um, traditionalists, they also have rights. So in as much as uh, 
we are a country where we pra uh, practice Christianity and Islam, and then those uh, religions are against this bill. I mean, they are for the bill. Um, we also have to take into consideration um, the ever-evolving and inclusive world that is now uh, uh, emerging. Yeah. So, um, I, but I guess I, I yes, think yeah, about yeah, it yes, yes, All I'm saying is that the, the, the gentleman is saying that he's a Muslim. I'm talking about him, not not it's those who believe in Islam. It's actually a, a shoe. Yeah. He's, he's a Muslim. Okay, so he's supposed to be believing in the teachings of Islam and Muhammad. Now, the teachings of Islam and Muhammad is for the anti-bill. So you cannot say that I'm a Muslim. I believe in the teachings of Islam and, Mus and, and, and Muhammad. That even though the teachings of Muhammad and Islam is for the anti-bill, for me, no. You can't say that. It means that you are not a, you are not a Muslim. So I'm not talking about the people who don't believe in what we believe in. You're not getting my point, uh, Okay, so they don't believe in Reverend, what we believe so in. My point Fantastic. Is... We are not forcing anybody to do anything. But we are saying that for, the, for those of us who believe in the Bible and the Quran, this is what the teachings of the Quran and the Bible are saying. So if I claim to be a Christian, for which reason I have, I have to believe in the teachings of Christ and the Bible, I cannot be the same person saying that, yes, I'm a Christian. I believe in the teachings of of the Bible and, and Christ. But even though the teachings of Christ is for the anti-bill, me, I can't, I, I will not because, I, because of the, the people. I'm not talking about I, Take your stance. And for them, they don't believe in what we believe in. So whatever they want to do, they want to do it. But we are saying that for what we believe in, we are for the anti-bill. So my point, can I please um, yes, you can. make a, a yes. point? Yes. So my point is that, fine, I'm not talking of what you believe in. You have what you believe in. You have your beliefs and um, whatever religion you follow. And that's fine. That's okay. I also have my beliefs. I'm a Muslim. Yes, I'm practicing. But then that's not what's important right now. What the, the situation is that these, this, this uh, LGBTQ+, the entire issue is very sensitive, right? And um, this is people's sexual orientation we are talking about. So you can't use your religious beliefs and impose it on someone else. Take fornication, adultery, and all these other um, <laughs> sinful acts according to religion. I mean, take them, for instance. We don't have bills that command people to be arrested when they fornicate and all of that. I mean, so why go the extra mile? Uh, in fact, if you believe that it's a sin, allow God to judge them when it's judgment day. Why create a whole bill to arrest them and, um, and try to threaten politicians that you wouldn't vote for them it, it, uh, should they I mean, uh, vote against the bill? It doesn't make sense to me, honestly. Uh, Nura, stay with me, uh, Reverend, stay with me. I want to bring in uh, another connector here, Ayuba, who's a poet. He's also a Muslim. Ayuba? Yes, uh, my mom. Ayuba, do you agree with Nura? Uh, Nura is uh, as a Muslim as well. Um, I'm so sorry, but um, I didn't get to hear her, but I think I heard it. And almost ending part of it, where she stated that um, if um, LGBT is a sin, then we should allow God them. I think I don't know if I'm right. Uh, yes, and also fundamental on the topic of, for tonight, um, she doesn't believe that it is a place of the 
the Christians and the Muslim communities to take it upon themselves to campaign or vote against uh, members of parliament uh, who do not support the bill. She says her point is that even if the, um, the imam uh, says that in the church, uh, it says that in, in the mosque, that, uh, you know, go out there and, uh, in essence, vote against those who do not stand for the bill. Uh, this is not something that she would she would comply with because uh, it, it is something that she believes in. Well, what's, your, what's your take on that as a Muslim yourself? All right. So, um, as a Muslim, I think that um, it, it's actually not um, at the end to say you are a Muslim, but I, propagating Islam is part of being called a Muslim. Exactly. So once you accept the faith that you are, it means that to whatever you do on your stand to make sure you put out the message across for everybody to have the benefits of this. It's also part of you, uh, being uh, Muslim. And so to, to say, um, uh, or to talk about LGBT, it's right for a Muslim to, to say that um, you want to promote um, the sayings of the religion on that um, issue. And so... Um, wherever you are or wherever you find yourself, it is part of your responsibility to make sure you put the stand of the religion high. And so it's a must or a responsibility of you as a Muslim, not um, an imam or a preacher per se, to say that you would want to talk about this. But as an individual or a mere Muslim who just practices the religion, it's a must on you to also put out there the teachings of the religion. Because one um, fundamental rule of faith is that you, when you see something happening, you, you should correct it as a Muslim. If it is wrong, you should correct it. And if it is good, you should promote it. And so if LGBT is something that we are seeing as wrong on the face of religion, then we would have to also make sure we make our effort or our effort to make sure we correct the, the statement or we correct the act itself. And so if um, she says that we should allow God to um, judge, I think that one, I should make a bit correction on the side of religion. Um, actually, we, we Muslims do not um, say we want to allow God to judge, but there are certain things that we should also make an effort to make a correction of it, and then before you put out everything to God. So um, there's one um, phase of practice that we do that goes to touch on the issue or issue of um, LGBT. That is, as a Muslim, if you see something happening, the first thing the Prophet advised us to do is that you should correct it if you can with your tongue. And then if you can't with your tongue, you should correct it with your hand. And that if you can't do that with your hand, a hand here can mean a lot of things. By writing, by tapping on somebody to correct a person, on the tongue will mean that you should speak about it. With the knowledge you have, you should speak about it, talk about it, so that people will be educated, will be enlightened, they will be informed um, in that way. And then if you can't do all these things, then you should dislike that act in your heart. So it is part of the practice of the religion for Muslims to also rise in this issue, to put our feet, so that people will get informed, they will get educated, they will see the stand of the religion on that issue. And so that's how you see that all Muslims, um, the preachers, um, the leaders have come out to also put their feet out of that. And so it is also part of us to, as citizens to also know, because since we voted the, the MPs um, to sit in, the, in, in Parliament on behalf of us, we need to know their stand as well, because they need to listen to us 
so that they will put our words, our our actions forth right in front of um, Parliament. Because they are words that will make the law, and if the words are not what we are trying to put out there, then there's a contradiction. Mm. So definitely we would have to call on the MPs to find out from them, what are you putting out on this issue? What um, take are you putting out there? So that we know that it's the reflections of what we are doing underground. Let me ask you, Ayuba, so, um, you, so on that question that we started with, if your imam in Friday, Juma in the mosque, says to you that go out there in the next elections, vote and campaign against any MP who doesn't support the bill or speaks against it, will you comply with that? I, I, think, I think it wouldn't actually go to that extent, but if it does go to that extent, then I think it means that the MP is not... You see, one thing I wanted to put before I answer your question is what we are complying with MPs who are taking our plea. And so if my plea is not taken for the MP, uh, MP uh, then there's no need to get his, to, to, for him to get my vote. I don't know if you understand. So, so what you're saying, what, what you're saying, so what you're saying fundamentally then, is that you want the bill passed. So if the MP doesn't do it, you will vote against him as a Muslim. Yes, as a Muslim, I think to, to promote my religion, I will do that. Okay. Um, on the I'll, issue of LGBT. On the issue of LGBT. Stay with Can me. I come in? Uh, uh, Nura, okay, yes, Nura, yes, you have, yeah, please go on. Yes, so I want to uh, throw a question out there. So um, you know very well, Ayuba, you know very well that um, what is considered sin is very, very subjective. I mean, uh, considering the various religions, thousands of religions we have in the world currently, we have different um, rulings and values. And I mean, what is considered sinful is highly subjective. It varies from religion to religion. Yes. So for Muslims, it is um, it is a kind of compulsion for ladies to put on the hijab. But for Christians, it's not. So... Are you saying that if a bill is out that um, all Christian women should be forced to wear the um, hijab, you would go for it? I mean, it's more or less something like that because, like I said, they don't believe in what you believe in, right? And this is something our religion is against, yes. I'm not uh, refuting that fact. But this is something they do not believe in. So for you to try and then tell them that this is sinful or morally um, unfit, like, it's not morally sound in your religion. I mean, it, it wouldn't sit well, number one. Number two, to them, removing sentiments and religious biases, it is you sitting on their human rights to their sexual orientation. So, um, I mean, for you to just vote against an MP because the person refuses to what if that MP is atheist or the person is tra- a traditionalist? There are other various other things that you should look out for to vote for an MP or a political person, other than just he not voting for the bill. Okay, and, and you've I, touched I on you've touched shallow. on. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be very shallow to put your votes out in that manner. So you've touched on a, an issue that I, um, I want to come to uh, and, and ask um, uh, 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 the other connectors on the line. So what about 
all the other issues of importance? Will this be the defining issue for you around which you decide who to vote for come 2024? Uh, let me take a few of your views on social media now. And we just put up a poll um, just at the start of the show. A pretty interesting poll. Uh, you want to uh, check it out. Uh, come 2024, will you vote against any candidate, parliamentary or presidential, who opposes the anti-gay bill? A yes, mm. B no. Let me hear from you on that. I'll share what, you, what your thinking is on this. Uh, so <laughs> the politicians know where you stand uh, on this. But a few of you have also been uh, sharing your thoughts with us on social media. Yes, uh, Mano? Yes, Evans, the messages seem a bit one-sided, but I'll just <laughs> run through them. Sam Bannerman in the USA says, tell our parliamentarians that Ghanaians are strongly behind them to pass their law against LGBT. This one also from Philip in North Ligon says, the decision of some foreign embassies in Ghana to deny some of the MPs visa because of their association with the anti-LGBT plus bill is totally absurd and has no expression in international relations and diplomatic circles. Mm, this and decision this one from, has been totally condemned by all, mean, all well-meaning Ghanaians. Okay, this one from Ajim and Joseph in Community Night, Tema, uh, says, uh, I, I support these religious groups putting pressure on the MPs to pass the bill. The earlier this bill is passed, the better. Oh, that's his view there. Yes, and Foster from Doma Hinku says, I would like to make this emphatically clear that it is worth more to legalize marijuana in Ghana than to even talk about this LGBTQ+. I'm against the LGBTQ+, but I find it worth... Uh, worthy to legalize weed because we can make good sales of it and boost our economy. Yeah, there's some uh, passionate words uh, from this one has no name, but uh, he believes that the LGBTQ community, they need help uh, whatever form uh, that can be provided to them. They need that help. Uh, this one from Isaac James says uh, uh, the religious leader's position is really justifiable. Uh, this bill must be uh, passed uh, into law in all the harshness it deserves. Um, well, he, he has a, a word for Nura. Uh, this is not only about religion, it's about our cultural values as a people, as Ghanaians. Uh, that's from James there. Uh, a few of your thoughts there, very interesting views. Keep them coming, sharing a few of that uh, with you also. Uh, but let's ask the question. Uh, now that we are, we are seeing how the uh, religion is uh, interfacing with politics, the poll is up. Uh, come 2024, will you vote against any candidate, political, uh, parliamentary, presidential, uh, who, uh, as as we've heard, opposes the anti-gay bill? Will you do so? Will you vote against the, these candidates solely on the basis of their position on the anti-gay bill? Yes or no? Uh, I, I want to hear from you on that.
And so live here on Ghana Connect, it's on uh, Joy 99.7. A very interesting conversation that we've been having. You've noticed that uh, blurring of the line between religion and politics, that religious leaders have said they are going to be campaigning. Uh, campaigning one issue. You pass the gay bill or we vote against you. Uh, there's been very interesting mix of opinions from my connectors. I want to go back to the line. Uh, I want to bring in uh, Ayuba. Ayuba, uh, Nura uh, raised a, a very important question, I guess I'll put to you. Uh, she says, so what you're suggesting is that uh, for you, on all the issues that you know, uh, that will form the basis of a campaign, say, in 2024 in the elections. Uh, are you suggesting that the uh, a politician's position on the gay bill is the only thing that will influence whether you vote for him or her or vote against him or her? Um, yes, I think, um, as I stated earlier, politicians and parliamentarians are representatives of the people and our voices. And so... Um, if I am here and I have a single voice and if my MP is not channeling my single voice to um, be heard, uh, why waste your time? Why? Because everybody who goes to the pool has a reason. And so we are going for the reason, um, knowing very well that um, the MP is taking our reasons out there. But myself, I, I actually don't want so, to... So j- just for clarity, thing. so for you, um, for 2024, the gay uh, bill is the single most important issue for you. I know there, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of issues that we are discussing currently, uh, but um, for now I wouldn't say it's uh, the most important thing uh, to base on to vote. But currently we are saying that um, MPs should come out and make their stand. But if one comes out uh, and says that we are, I'm not going to uh, uh, support or put my vote onto this bill, why waste my time voting for that person when I know perfectly well that? This is my life, religion that I'm worshipping, that I know is going to pick me up for a purpose, and he is not in support, and that's why I waste my time on him. Interesting point. Uh, Prince Quarter is also connecting now. Uh, Prince is a Christian. Hello, Prince. Hello, Prince. Prince, yes, where do you stand on this? I can hear you, Prince. Can you hear me? It's it's Rev. Oh, Reverend, yes. You have gone, yes. Yeah, Ivan. For me, on my scale of preference, this deal is number one. And their religion is what will give me life year after. So I'm not ready to compromise anything for me to have problems year after. So if the, my member of parliament goes there and, and speaks against the anti-deal, I'll make sure that that person will not get that opportunity to go there again. Implicit that. I mean, and you see, as also a counselor, apart from being a reverend, I'm also a counselor. I don't know whether you you're, told you about that. I know what is happening to those who are practicing this, this thing we are talking about. I know what is happening to them. I know the health implication and the psychological trauma that they go through as a counselor. So for me, any deal that will come, which is anti-LBGTQ+, plus, I'll support. Because apart from being a counselor and a religious person, apart from being a reverend and a religious person, I'm also a counselor. And I know what's on the ground. I know what they are going through. I know the trauma they are going through psychologically and the health implication of the things that, this thing that they are doing. Okay? So for me, that's my stance. 
Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you. How how politically active are you? Are you at all as a Reverend Minister? Am I what? Politically. Sorry, Reverend, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, I was asking you. How, how are you politically active at all in in any sense? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, so this this obviously is something that you, in terms of paying yes. attention to the public like, conversation. Like I said, I've been a student leader throughout my educational life. Okay. So you, you okay. appreciate. So I believe that I believe that when the right things are done, okay, because people are religious or people go to church or they go to the mosque, and we have the right people in the in the position of authority, the nation will develop. That's my belief. Um, and 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 to quickly come in. Go on. Yes, I, I, you see, what actually the religious leaders are fighting for now, it shouldn't, anybody shouldn't see it as uh, hatred or something that we are trying to put on these people. It's a, a generational life that we are trying to protect. And so if we are doing this today and people are not making sense out of it, they should know that it's a generation that is yet to come that we are trying as much as we can to protect. So uh, it's not about somebody being politically active and being a religious person. It, it's also a must on an individual or a pastor or an imam to also be actively seen in politics. Because at the end of the day, that is what is making the country. The political leaders are the ones who are running the country. And so if you are a religious body leader and then you don't involve yourself into uh, political issues of the country, then definitely you are not part. You understand? So we are, we are seeing all this, or as, as Muslims, we are seeing all this because we know that there are a lot of generations coming that we are not aware of, as we are trying to protect their lives before even they are seen. Um, let me bring in Prince. Prince, can you hear me? And, and if I, let, me, let, me, oh no, let, me, let me see this briefly. Can I see it? Please go on. Like I said, like Ayuba was, was saying, because I'm also a counselor, Okay, and I'm um, helping these people because we are not here to say they are bad people. No, as a counselor, I'm, I'm helping them. I'm working with some of them, but I'm saying that because of the psychological problems and the health problems they are having, because they are involved in all this LGBTQ whatever we, talk, we are talking about, it will be very, very, very wrong on my part to be against a bill that is anti to what they are doing. Because at the end of the day, I am doing my best behind the scenes, trying to bring them on the right course because those people are suffering. And I'm saying that because people, there are people who don't even know the problem that these people are having. But for some of us, because we are working with them, for some of us, because we are taking them through counseling, we know what, what the, the problem they are facing. Hence, it should be wrong on my part to, work, to be against a deal that is against what they are doing because I know the replications of what they are doing. Mm. Um, let's let's go Can to yes yes in? Nura and but just a second uh, do I have Prince yes. on Zoom too? Hello Prince, uh, Prince if you, if you're on on mute yourself yes Nura go on. Yes, uh, a quick comment on um, Reverend um, saying that he cancels some of these LGBTQ plus people. Um, so the reason why most of them have such psychological in quotes issues are because of the apathy, most of them. It's because of the apathy and the fact that they feel like they can't, they don't belong. Some of them are still discovering themselves. I'm not defending them. I'm just, I mean, according to what I know, 
is because of apathy and because of the society they find themselves in. They they are not, for example, this bill. I mean, if if this bill is passed, what? I mean, what what next is there is there for them to do? What should they do with their lives? What should they do with their sexual orientation? So, I mean, most of it is most of their psychological issues is due to the apathy in society and uh, many people being against their activities and um, whatever it is that they do. I mean, I think that's the reason. It's no, not any spiritual thing that's causing it. Nora, let me reverse the uh, question we are asking tonight uh, for you uh, on the on the on the back of the poll. So obviously, you you believe that the um, LGBT they, they they have rights that we must respect. This bill uh, should not pass. So the reverse question then: Will you then um, take a position against members of parliament to at the polls, for example, who are aggressively pushing for the bill and 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 vote for it in parliament? Because it, they don't represent what you stand for? No, I wouldn't do that. Because I feel there are far more important issues um, to look out for uh, before I make my decision on who I should vote for who I shouldn't. So I think there are far more, far, far more important issues that we have to deal with as a country. Well, unfortunately, uh, I'm losing uh, uh, Nura there. But but what what do you also stand on this uh, wherever you are uh, tonight? I want to I want to hear your perspective uh, on this. I'll be sharing a, f- a few more of your messages uh, with you uh, on this. Um, so let me bring in let me bring in Ayuba. Obviously, he's made a point that uh, he will listen uh, to his. Uh, to his uh, imam, if the imam obviously takes that position, as we've had some of them express already, that we will vote against you. Imam says, do so. Uh, I say, as a devout Muslim, he will follow. Uh, but, but, um, are you, but let me let me ask you this. So, you, you've, you've stated your position on this. How far are you willing to to push that uh, that that particular belief? Because I, I, we've had some of the religious leaders, uh, the Presbyterian Church, were clear that they're not only going to vote. They are going to campaign. Um, they are not. They won't just sit and just hope and just go and vote. They are going to aggressively campaign. I mean, and as a religious person, as a Muslim, um, beyond just taking a decision in the in the polling booth, would you campaign on the on this matter? Okay. So I think first of all, let me. I, I want, want to just quickly on something that Nua stated before she left us. We are saying that they, they are not of very much important things that she felt that could be tackled. And it's not about this LGBT. And I would quickly want to uh, make a comment. I think uh, there wouldn't be anything so much important than seeing our brothers or our brothers who cannot, who are finding it very difficult to visit the private who are finding it very difficult health-wise to be themselves in their various homes. Uh, looking at our conditions here, yeah, we don't have the kind of medications to be taking care of them. And, and that one alone, taking them right through the psychological issues that they are running through within their lives and listening to some of them who have gone into this and they would want to come out. I think this is the most important issue because these people 
are people we are looking up to as the people to man this country to take the affairs of um, our young ones who are coming and all that stuff. And if these people are swayed away from the ambition that they have within their life, uh, it's much, much more important thing to look up to uh, because it involves life. And so please, I think we should, we should just look at that. And, I think, and coming up to say that um, leaders are, religious leaders are taking stand in Islam, it's not even about the religious leader coming out to pronounce a campaign uh, that we are going against anybody who goes against the bill or something. It's just within us. And anybody who says they are Muslim and they pray five times a day and they have taken the belief of Allah uh, uh, individually, they, they just have that kind of belief. And they know anybody that goes with this is not part of the religion. And so anybody who takes this, uh, affairs up and then say they are still our leaders, our representatives, it's just clear that any Muslim uh, cannot go in line with this because it's something that Allah has said categorically in the Quran that is not something that we should put ourselves into. And the Quran forms part of the belief of a Muslim. As part of the belief, you believe the book, and the book is the Quran. And anybody who does not believe the Quran, it's not a Muslim, because that is... What let let, let me ask you, well, how, how would you describe yourself when it comes to issues of um, a, a politics as it relates to, say, elections? Or would you say you're a passive or you're an active, uh, interested uh, party in the in the affairs of issues that bother on politics? Oh, I, I, I'm an active person, but just that I, I do that with regards to um, development, with regards to okay. people. So, so I guess that the follow-up question then will be, is what I asked you at the beginning then. On the, on, because this, you say, is the most important issue for you, beyond just speaking about it, would you be out there uh, campaigning for those who, uh, for politicians who make that their top priority, supporting them? I think there will be a very prudent way to do that. I, I don't think of going out there to... Um, there's, there's a very good way to do that as a Muslim. It doesn't mean like going out to campaign, to take a mount, to take a stand. Uh, there's a very prominent and very important way to do that as a Muslim. And that is clearly open. And I have a lot of media to do that. It's not just to go out to campaign against that. Okay, thank you. It's very interesting uh, points there. I mean, so, um, yes, Nura. Yes, can I clarify something? Please do. Yes, so I'm not exactly an advocate. Like I said, I'm a Muslim and um, I'm a practicing Muslim. But then what I'm saying is that um, this is not the most important thing right now for us as a country. So don't get me wrong and think I'm pushing for their activities and for their setups. I'm not necessarily an advocate. But then what I'm the main point is that don't this bill is unnecessary and we have far more important things as a country to focus on than passing this bill. So for me it's not a determinant of whether or not I'll vote for my MP or uh, a politician come twenty twenty four. So don't get me wrong, don't misquote me.
Okay, so we put up a poll uh, earlier. Uh, Maxwell, what was the poll question? Yeah, so we asked, come 2024, would you vote against any candidates, parliamentary or presidential, who opposes the anti-gay bill? That was the question we put out at exactly 6.32 p.m. And already, we had 286 votes. Okay. And um, 74% of the uh, results said yes they will vote against any candidate, be it parliamentary or presidential, who opposes the anti-gay bill. 74% yes, they will vote against that candidate. 74%? Yeah, yes. They will vote against the MPU? Who opposes okay. uh, or vote against, um, you know, who opposes the anti-gay bill. Okay. Yeah. And then um, 26% no. Okay. And we have some um, responses to the poll coming through. This one here from Primakov. She says, yes, and that is why the parliamentary votes must not be secret. The votes <laughs> must be by head count. <laughs> Another one here says, um, from Akpola One City. He says, if I'm still in GHF, I will eat, sleep, and rest on that day. He's simply indifferent <laughs> towards yeah, what's happening. Um, this um, Layla says, Evan, this bill is uh, is the most important activity for me. As mm. a Muslim, I will not vote for my MP if he's against the bill. Fortunately, my MP is a Muslim too, mm. so I am certain he will vote to pass the bill. Well, but you wait. Yeah, that's why you need to you need to pray that it's it's uh, it's not a secret ballot. Exactly. <laughs> if it's a secret ballot, we know what's going to happen. This one here says, um, in fact, any political party which hides behind neutrality to allow this bill fail will be voted out. And it's coming from UPB um, Soma. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, there's there's one that says, well, for those who are saying they'll vote against the MPs, mm. uh, he's wishing that they'll say same for rape and incest as well. Wow, I mean, so the when when there's an issue, they should they should show the same passion exactly uh, against it as well. I think I agree. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't understand, Maxwell. <laughs> Maxwell, thank you very much uh, for that. So, so that, that's the summary of it. Uh, that the poll sort of sums it up. It's not scientific, but it gives you a sense of what people are thinking on this matter as a religion intersect with politics. Now, um, it's frontal, uh, no middle ground on this particular matter. Thanks to my connectors who joined me, Ayuba, Nura, uh, of course, uh, Reverend, all of you who shared thoughts with us, thousands of you, and uh, who listened in and connected on social media. Enjoy the rest of your evening.